Okay, everybody, welcome to this episode of Scale is Needed. Hey. We're back. Uh, Kyle, that doesn't look like your LA apartment. What's going on, dude? It doesn't. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll just, for the, for the visual listeners who listen with their eyes, I'll just communicate it with this motion right here. Kyle also looks very skinny. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm on Cliff's side. now I'm on Kyle's microphone. Now I'm on Cliff's microphone. Oh my god. Holy shit. Did you did he discover now I'm on next LR? <laughs> now I'm on a USB. Holy shit. Man, that's amazing. I didn't know LA and Austin were that close. They're literally just one doorway apart. Did you and discover yet, some sort of like no, Dragon Ball Z? Actually, finally worked out the uh, finally worked out the uh, advanced version of the Jeff Goldblum fly transporter. It's uh, <laughs> don't even pod or anything, just cross for the threshold of a door. Yes, transportation solved. So in case you uh, haven't figured it out, I am in Austin now and not Los Angeles like I was before because Los Angeles is turning into that movie Escape from L.A. Uh, starring Kurt Russell, uh, much better than the original film. Uh, <laughs> whereas Texas, you can like eat in restaurants here. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. That you mm-hmm. you uh, you left LA, you abandoned LA in its time of need. Yes, I think that they can get along fine without me. I clearly I was wrong, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I figure they can get along just fine without me for a little bit. And uh, you know, it's good to chill here, back where things are starting to open up. Right about the time LA was like sort of doubling down and committing to staying closed through August, I realized that maybe Texas would be a chiller place to be, not in terms of weather. But in terms of you know the whole quarantine situation, so we've basically yeah. we've we've scientifically proven at this point that whenever Kyle makes life decisions, <clears throat> the rest of the world suffers in some way, right? Yes, Kyle's yeah, decision move to around. move to Los Angeles caused the coronavirus to mm-hmm. explode across the United States. Kyle's decision to leave Los Angeles caused riots to race war. break out, mm-hmm. <laughs> race war to break out <laughs> in the streets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, I I'm was just expecting wild. it to. I was expecting it to cause the SpaceX spaceship to blow up on the way up. So mm-hmm. we made that one up. So if <laughs> thank that's God that, that didn't happen. happen. Uh, God, yeah. Yes. Yeah. If if anything's affecting the world, it's not mankind sort of piercing the veil and going back into space. It's definitely me moving for to like Silver Lake and then back to Hyde Park in Austin again. Did that's we, what's doing it. Did that's you what's guys throwing see? off the tides? Did you see Andy Milanakis had a tweet that got like a million retweets? Mm. Yeah. His yeah, tweet did, was his, his tweet was like congratulations to the SpaceX SpaceX astronauts for leaving Earth. Good decision. <laughs> <laughs> I think like uh, I saw like ninety eight variations on that same super clever joke in the last uh, in the last twenty four hours, something like that. But yes, I dig it. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Good joke. Yep, wholesome joke. Word. So wholesome before joke. we before we started recording, we had just started a conversation. Uh, I'll catch everybody up so that we can continue that conversation. Chase texted yes. me about an hour ago asking mm-hmm. me if 
uh, I knew of any jujitsu places in Austin that were open mm. and did wrestling uh, like classes mm. or even, or even just had opening open mats so that he mm-hmm. could come in yeah. and wrestle. Mm. And this is a, this is a, 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 a change of heart, I think, because it, it's always felt like it's been on the back burner of chase getting back into some sort of like grappling art, but mm. it also has always been really clear that it, it's a poor decision in terms of like, <laughs> like quality of life. So mm. Chase, what, what, what is, uh, what's the motivation behind you getting back on the mats and trying to grind another human being into dust? Why, why do you think it's a poor, it's going to be a poor, poor uh, impact on my health? <laughs> because <understand>. every, <laughs> also, also first and foremost, I'm not going, I'm not going to go sit through a class. I'm not going to go and have some guy try to, coach me at wrestling at this point in my life <laughs> the fuck out of here man you should go teach a class yourself you should be like all right guys this is honestly this is the double leg that got me my scholarship that's not true i'd be like this this is my front headlock this is all i did <laughs> uh, listen man crossfit hurts your body a lot a lot a lot a lot and it, it's really hard to recover from and i'm you know, just barely over mediocre. There's like average CrossFitters. Mm-hmm. There's like the best in your class. And then there's guys that went to regionals once. I'm right mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. here sure. on the spectrum, off the chart, is where I aspire to be mm-hmm. and where only maybe 0.001% of the population actually gets to be. Because mm-hmm. you have to be genetically predisposed. <laughs> you have to be like 5'7", really mm-hmm. helps. Mm-hmm. And you uh, you have to do it full time, mm-hmm. and you don't get paid. Mm-hmm. So Chase, you're, so, like, you're giving us a very good argument why you should shift your focus to uh, pursue competitive jujitsu mm-hmm. as opposed to CrossFit. <laughs> because you yes. just you just told us that you're not you've just told us that you're not going to be the best at CrossFit for all the reasons you just laid out. Therefore, where you what you can use your fitness for is to be the fitest jujitsu guy. The fittest jiu-jitsu guy. He gets yep. beat, but he, he looks very fit the entire yes. time. No, man, you'll just use that grip strength and that engine, and you'll just, boom, blue belt right away. He'll just give it to you. Am I right, Armin? That's what, they did with, that's what they did with you, Armin, right? Uh, I, I, uh, it took me a little under a year to get my blue belt, but Chase would get his blue belt faster. Uh, probably because usually, usually uh, if, you're, if you have collegiate wrestling experience you're basically already competing at a blue belt level they just mm-hmm. you just need to learn very very simple basics of playing off your mm-hmm. back and and some positioning stuff yeah, and you're, yeah. you're there I, I, don't, I, I don't i don't know how i feel about jujitsu because it's all the stuff i hated about wrestling it was it's like being choked out hate mm-hmm. that it's having your joints fucked with hate that mm-hmm. And uh, you also have to be pretty relaxed. Mm. And I didn't start getting relaxed until like later into my like college career mm-hmm. where I was like, oh yeah, I don't have to like try to break this guy's arm every time I grab it, right? Mm-hmm. Like normally it's a little, it's actually better if I don't because then he can't tell how strong I am. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not suspecting mm-hmm. it. And then you're like, oh, now I'm super strong. It took me a while to get that. Mm. So I think in jujitsu, it would just be straight up all my weaknesses of wrestling. Mm. And uh I don't. I don't get to show off any of my good stuff. So I, yeah. honestly, I just, I just want to get back on the mat and uh, do something fun with fitness mm-hmm. for a little while. 
So what do you want to do with the wrestling? You want to do anything or you just want to use it as your new, uh, as your new workout tool, some wrestling with some people. I think, I think almost like treat it like, uh, like meditation, you know, like a, a de-stressor. Yes. Yes, and I then, do. you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with it. If, if <laughs> I, if I end up, and if I end up becoming semi-pro uh, wrestler at your local food line, I guess you'll see the flyers. Yes. You can come support me. I mean, I'd go see it. So there you go. Now, yeah. the the conversation that we were having uh i'm glad that you explained that by the way and i also don't understand at all the idea of wrestling to relax because wrestling <laughs> was by far the most stressful portion of any grappling that i ever did it's like <laughs> a thousand times more stressful than being on the ground and trying to get mm. like a, a submissive position or a submission out of somebody you know but hey that's just me i don't know uh maybe i wrestled wrong that might be why <laughs> but, armin, armin you just have to you just have to accept the balls that are jammed into your face yeah balls in your face ju just just accept that let the heart rate slow down it's okay you, don't have you, have, you just have to learn to relax i i was always relaxed with balls in my face it was <laughs> it was when i was going toe-to-toe -to -toe with somebody who i knew was about to spear me into the mats that was mm -hmm. that was the part where i got a little bit flustered anyway what what, what, I was, what i was gonna say is the follow-up to that conversation the next part of that was like who are you gonna wrestle with and you mentioned uh you mentioned a, a, a friend of ours uh andy saint germain who's a regionals level athlete uh but who who has not been crossfitting a lot recently <laughs> and yeah. tell me tell me chase what happened to our friend his, who is now no longer crossfitting at the level that he was before since he stopped doing crossfit Competitive. Well, I'll, I'll I'll start off by saying he looks radically more healthy than anybody <laughs> that I've seen at CrossFit gym. So he's, he looks healthier than a competitive CrossFitter. Okay, got it. He's literally aged five or six years in reverse. Like I looked at a video of his today, and I was like, "Is he in college? Did he go back to college?" Uh, yeah. So he went from being like one ninety five, I'd have to say one one ninety. And now he's maybe 165. Oh, wow. He's he's shrunk, man. Oh, yeah. He's shrunk. But he can still and, move some weight. Uh, so, you know, uh, what would happen to you? What would happen to you if you stopped crossfitting body size? Uh, I got to imagine I'd balloon up. Like, I would just become the, the fucking Brian Shaw that is deep hidden in my genetics somewhere. Mm -hmm. I would explode. It'd be... You would explosive. be 6'10 suddenly? I'd be six ten suddenly. All and this have CrossFit keeping you at six feet tall. <laughs> That's what's prevented you from having your final growth spurt. CrossFit. Yes. It was prevent you it had really you supposed to have a final growth growth spurt in your early twenties. Just like what a competitive happens. gymnast. Just it, it stunted your growth. You know they yeah. always tell you don't lift weights because it'll stunt your growth. There it so is. So what you're saying is CrossFit literally is making you weaker and physically smaller than you would be without it. Mm -hmm. I think so. I think we have identified something here. <laughs> That's it's like you know Cliff. Cliff said it. Cliff said it best. Is like there's radically different types of people who have reactions to to stopping CrossFit. One mm. version going to your body expands in size, and the other version, your body shrinks in size. I'd say humanity can be divided into those two groups, and you can just identify <laughs> them on the street. But they, even if they don't do CrossFit, it's like that guy would shrink that guy balloon up her huge her, <laughs> yeah so you could just 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 pick it out yeah all of humanity yeah. that's how that's how that's the dividing line yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, that, I'm that, talking, that, 
Another line for that is just the people who say when they get stressed out, say, I'm so stressed out. Whenever I get this stressed out, I lose weight. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Whenever I'm so stressed out, I forgot to eat lunch. Yeah, like, what a who the fuck up, are you? What a fucked up genetic mutation you have that when you're stressed, aka, I don't know, every waking moment of all of our goddamn lives, yes. you lose weight. You just, you yeah, just yeah. like shrink well, away. I think that's the realization that not everyone just when they're stressed, just fucking stress eats Ben and Jerry's with a spoon and shovels it into their <laughs> face. This is just us who are made so hungry. Oh, wow, CrossFit that we did. Mr. Fancy over here using a spoon to eat his <laughs> Ben and Jerry's. Uh, as opposed to just cutting the cardboard away from the outside and eating it like an ice cream. Like a fucking like apple. Grapefruit. <laughs> cardboard and all. It's just, it's the skin. You, you wash the entire pint like you would a, a fucking yes. apple. Peel off the cardboard, then you just take a, <laughs> then you just take, no, no, no. Then you take uh, a, uh, a uh, one of those, uh, a popsicle stick, you just shove it into the ice cream, then you dip it in, uh, in uh, what is that, hard Punch. shell. You dip it in oh, hard, hard shell. Hard shell, the yeah. magic turtle shell. Throw oh, some yeah. nuts on it, and then you just eat the entire Ben and Jerry's as one popsicle. That'd be pretty rad, actually. We should do that. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, speaking of What's eating an entire Ben <laughs> Nothing is stopping us. Quarantine is the time to do this. You, you look like you've lost weight, dude. Me? Yes. Yes, I lost an enormous amount of weight. This is the smallest I have been in um, probably 10 years or so. Uh, How, it was mostly because... When I was in LA, you know, just because quarantine and everything else, eating was kind of inconvenient. So I thought, I'll just go back to intermittent fasting. And I did just because it was the thing to do when it was, you know, tough to go to the grocery store because the whole city was panicking. So I started to do that. And I was going on also lots of long walks, uh, hill walks in a fasted state. And it's remarkably despite what I ate in the evenings, which wasn't terribly clean, I would just get thinner and thinner and thinner every day while working out um, as well, you know, hitting a couple workouts outside. And yeah, so it was pretty, you know, pretty, of course, as soon as I got back to Austin, I was like, you know, the one thing I'm not going to do is go back into old habits, slip into them. I'm going to maintain this productivity, meditation, exercise, weight loss, green tea, walks, zen. I'm going to do all of that. Mostly I've just eaten pizza and ice cream since I've been back, but I'm going to turn it around one of these days, but it's, I'm filling back in again a little bit, which is nice. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of walking up it's, hills. You had an opportunity bit. there, Kyle. You had an opportunity to have returned from Los Angeles with the best possible habits you could have developed yes. in Los Angeles. Yes. Are you still doing push-ups every day? Lots of push-ups. Good. So Good. The push-ups, push-ups are the important part. The push-ups uh, yes. are really the most important part. Yes. Everything else is an outgrowth of that. Uh, what? It's been, a, it's been a few weeks, guys. It's been a few weeks since we've it talked. Has. I'm yes. trying to figure out if, um, if anything interesting has happened in my life. And uh, I don't know whether it's awesome or not that I either haven't had anything super crazy happen <laughs> or I don't remember it. So... Mm. someone tell me something interesting that's happened to me in the past three weeks well let's see uh well certainly i transitioned back from austin which involved a two-day uh sojourn in the car which was fun so i drove across the desert while listening to uh edgar rice burroughs a princess of mars uh and that was a rad experience that's a good book um i got back here um i ate some free birds yesterday it made me feel like an american 
Um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely different here. The energy, so much more open here than it was in LA. Very oppressive, very scary in LA. People very worried about the coronavirus. Here in Austin, people walking around, people chill, people in parks, people having fun. Uh, you know, so that has been an interesting transition in the last couple of weeks. How have you guys found it? <laughs> it's, it's such an open-ended question i don't know yes. where to start yes yeah. is yeah how are Chase? things in your hoods in your respective my, hoods my hood's all right uh you know uh i have uh no complaints i mean we got a full crossfit affiliate in our garage basically so nice. my day-to-day hasn't changed a whole lot uh i have started going a lot more lax with like screening uh screening cleaning and Mm. sanitizing stuff that i get from the grocery store uh Mm. now that there's they're saying that this this virus can't be transmitted on services as much Mm -hmm. uh i still do like a pretty good job but now it's not like i'm not super anal about it Yeah, just like I had to stop going around the neighborhood and licking doorknobs because <laughs> that was like a that was a Thursday rest day activity. Yes. So we've cut yeah. that out. Well, it helps open up your lower back, bending over, you know, licking the doorknob, standing back up. Uh, yeah. I also have stopped disinfecting my groceries. <laughs> uh, all just all together. I think it, they're fine. I trust them. They're good. They wouldn't hurt me. I, I feel like it's okay. I think it's okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Other than that, there's not, there's not a whole lot changing. They, they, mm-hmm. my, uh, they opened up CrossFit Yukaru again. So Ooh, that's nice. the, that's the gym that me and Armin both go to, but neither one of us have returned unless you started going against, you know, behind my back. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to the garage life for a while. <laughs> yeah. Word. Yeah. I mean, they, they, it's, it's weird, right? They, they've opened up the gym, but it's only, they're only allowing 12 people in mm. there at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my class, the squad that I train with, like we can't exist with the regular class um, mm-hmm. just because they're like the regular class like fills up all the spots. And then there's like five or six of us that do the comp- competition level shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we can't really be in there at the same time. Yeah. Are they creating kinda, time for the competition perfect. level? Are the competition level people getting together at all to do competition nah. level workouts? Nah. Create a little text chain, a little group chat, put it together. Well, I keep nope, that fitness at that high level. <laughs> no, no, no one cares. Yep. They're like, there's no competition. For a while. And they're like, I don't know why I cared in the first place. Oh, I think that's what's really back. opening up for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Cliff, what about that you, man? It? Yeah. I think I almost broke, I was going to say I almost broke my shoulder yeah. like mm. a couple weeks ago. I forgot. I didn't get, I didn't get up to get updates. Oh, yeah. I had a gigantic, I had a gigantic hematoma like on my shoulder. Oh. Where I caught a jerk wrong. And after that went away. A hematoma, for those of you who don't know, is the thing that Mick cut when Rocky said, cut me, Mick. And blood came out. It's that. Yeah. I don't advise doing that if it's on your shoulder. Because then it just geysers and doesn't stop bleeding. Ah. Uh, I I messed my shoulder up a little bit. But uh, basically what had happened is like the whole like head of the shoulder rotated forward and was like caught Mm. in the bottom of a dip. So like the shoulder just doesn't want to rotate this way anymore i if for the visual people you can see this but if if you're not if you're not watching it audio people i'm replicating what a dip looks like here 
So anytime I tried to do a push-up, a dip, a ring muscle-up, or handstand push-up, uh, it was a lot of pain. So I had to go in this week, actually, and get it manually pushed back into place and uh, told. And I got I got lectured about how I'm dumb. Uh, need to get my body worked on more often. If and they, they suggested to uh, heal it up that you should wrestle, right? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> they suggested that you should go toe-to-toe with another rabid human male who also has a lot of pent-up physical mm-hmm. aggression that they need to let out. I think it'd be great. Never fucked up my shoulders wrestling, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's always my knees, so. Maybe we mm. just focus on a different body part. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Cliff, what's Word. the last few weeks been like for you, man? Oh, it's been the same as the previous three weeks, pretty much, working from uh, home. But the offices where I work at at Flow are opening tomorrow, opening Monday. Um, Some percentage of the office will be let in, but with temperature checks at the door. So that'll be interesting, walking in there, but uh, looking looking like ninjas all over the place. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, see how that goes. You guys are going to have to wear face masks in the office? Indeed, indeed. Indeed. Not at not at our desks, but uh, when walking around and you know doing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Because otherwise the, the, Bob, the Babadook will get them if they yeah. don't have that. What, exactly. Exactly. What's the incentive for you going into the office, Cliff? Like, what is there that you can do there that you can't do at home? I can. Well, uh, shooting stuff in the studio. There's stuff that's going on there, and, I, and I've been going to the office periodically to do to shoot studio stuff. And there've been some th- some things going on at the office. Uh, but no, in general, just to go to the office to for regular meetings and stuff like that, it's just better psychologically. <laughs> I can't stand working from home. That's just not in me psychologically to do. I need to be. Uh, I need to do work things when I'm out of the home and non-work things when I'm in the home. Nice. So even if that's a, a coffee shop or anything else, but right now there's no coffee shops to do anything <laughs> at. So uh, if the office opens up and I can, that has internet and uh, free coffee at it, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll go. Yep. Be word. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be word. running into any, uh, uh, any protests or any looters? <laughs> Hmm. I don't. I have not investigated to see if there's any protests or looting in that neighborhood. I don't know. I don't know. It's worth it's worth Googling, though. But I I haven't heard anything about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, unless Flo moved their offices there, there's like a police station right down the road and then like some sketchy neighborhood on the other side of that police Mm -hmm. station. Are so, you making an argument that it know. will have protesters true. or it won't have protesters? Because being near I, the police I, I feel, station would would kind of put out there that there's probably going to be some protests. Yeah, I feel like if there's anywhere that, that you're going to be protesting, it'll probably be at the police department, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then I'm definitely well, going to the office. <laughs> gotta see that shit. Gotta see it in person. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that'll make it for an adventure. Dude, I saw so this video that Tim Kennedy tweeted out of Uh-oh. a looter had busted the windows of a cop car like a cop suv and taken the ar-15 out of it and the security guards that were hired by the media comp like the the um the journalist that was there the security guard like ran up to him 
gun pointed at him and took the gun from the guy cleared it and like dis- dismantled it and called the cops like give it back to the cops and i was like what Whoa, the f- what the fuck shit, is going on cool. like one <laughs> one person is an idiot for breaking into a cop's car and stealing their gun and the other person is mm-hmm. like fucking rambo like what yeah. what the hell is happening what the hell is yep. happening is there a video Wait, of this i want yeah. to see this that yeah, looks yeah, like tim, some that tim looks like some jason Bourne shit okay. it is some jason Bourne shit he yeah. like it's it's really wild i'll find it i'll text i'll text it to you guys it's really where did really this crazy happen? where did this happen i have to uh know. oh i don't know me i mean i i honestly i don't know i, I don't want to guess i have yes, no idea there we go. guess so one of you I'm know. just very curious. Like, where do you have security guards who are all just, uh, you know, either Jason Bourne. either yeah, Jason Bourne, which means they're either ex navy like ex military, or there's some sort of weird doomsday prepper that just has a lot of AR-15s around. And either way, that's pushing it into certain areas of the country where I feel like you're going to encounter that kind of security guard as opposed to the sleepy kind. Dude, the security, guy. the security guy, like the private security guy, like you're think. I, I don't want to, dis- I don't want to describe him like he's, uh, he's a mall cop. We're not talking Paul Blart here. We're talking like oh, so this is say. like this is like a private security. We're talking guy. private security. We're talking like oh, black okay. shirt, you know, like then. jeans, right. the glasses, you know. Uh, and he used a pistol. He didn't even have like a, he didn't have what seemed what would seem to be a more threatening weapon. He literally just had a pistol mm-hmm. in his hand and walked right up to the guy and took the AR from his hand. Just just took it yep. right out of his God. hand. He's like, "This is mine now. Get the fuck out of here." What are you that doing? That is. That is like big nut energy that I aspire to. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. That's a How do you get shit. that level of confidence? Just yep. I mean, he he literally it, it was it was like a an adult taking a toy away from a child. And it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's high level man, of competence. That that man that man knows what it feels like to hold a gun and what it takes to pull a trigger and he can <laughs> size up a man and say that that man does not have it in him. So he just walked up and took it away. He's like, he's listen, like, you and I both like, know that you have no idea what you're and doing. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, this this whole the whole the whole situation uh, is. I mean, and when I say the whole situation, I, I guess I'm really just talking about hmm. life on planet Earth over the past <laughs> six months mm-hmm. uh, has been precarious and wild and fucking weird. And yeah. uh, yeah. you know, I also wish I was on a a, a space shuttle getting me off this rock <laughs> yeah that's man. uh that's uh, that's what i'm saying man as as the earth is crashing we're spending more and more money more and more resources are devoted to getting the, getting that self-sustaining civilization on mars and i'd say i don't know maybe maybe if uh, if earth goes in the next 10 years it'll be only the 300 or so people that are on mars at that time mm. uh to carry on the human race mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds like 500 trash. people be Mm-hmm. There we go. It's a good thing I'm a Scientologist. <laughs> so who's going to Mars then? Exactly. Who's going exactly. who's to who's John Carter it up? You know you can just like leap from mountain to mountain there. I've seen it in films and books. Hey, that, I believe that, it. That reminds me. That reminds me. Uh, I've always had this had this thought, but if the the fucking military or the government rolls out, you know, we've seen like these uh, the 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 press conferences about the space force being created. What if they roll out something that is very similar to what we saw in Halo mm-hmm. with, with uh, the, the, special, the special marine operation bullshit that they created that uh-huh. created the Spartan super sh- mm-hmm. soldiers? 
what if they rolled out that program and it's open enrollment? Anybody can apply and go mm-hmm. try to be one of these goddamn Spartans. Mm-hmm. Do you go? You think you have what I, I think out of out of all of us, Armin probably has the best chance of surviving the process because mm-hmm. of his Armenian genetics. Like yes. it's already been weeded down, right? Mm-hmm. So That's I right. think def- definitely you guys are fucked. I'm mm-hmm. probably pretty fucked. Yeah. But Armin might have a chance. Yes. Would you go though? Would you would you sign up? What's the context again? What is this Spartan program? I don't understand what we're even talking about. What would is you it? sign up to be a super soldier? Yes, of yeah. course. If I yeah, do I get the Captain America stuff? And you get better than Captain America stuff. You get yeah. the space version of pa- Captain America stuff. Yeah. Then yes. I mean, leaping, leaping fucking buildings on Earth. Yes. I love it. Then let's do that. Yeah. I'm in. All right. I'm taking it's high, it. It's high, high risk. High risk, <laughs> high reward. We're just, talking about, we're just talking about going to like uh, Puerto Rico and getting like stem cells injected into your bloodstream. That's what, what we're, we're talking about. Right? What we're talking I'll, about I'll is you're signing up for, you know, uh, a sweet set of armor. A very cool name like Spartan. Sweet. And a middle of the road government salary for life threatening work. Mm-hmm. Rad. <laughs> cool. But do you I do I get about, some, do I get some sort that? of mech suit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why not? Fuck it. You can get a mech suit. Great. But you also you're you're guaranteed a salary of twenty eight thousand dollars a year. Perfect. <laughs> But but everything's provided boards, for you. Room and board's taken care of. Put that all in savings. Room and board. Yeah, room and board's taken care, care of. You don't have uh, to eat anymore. Master yeah, because you're a never super, super soldier. Never stop to eat. Yeah, yeah that's and true. Just think of the think of the sick photos you'll have of you looking like a super soldier. It's like once you retire at the age of fifty from being a super soldier, hell, forty five, you can just sail on through the singles scene with the showing the photos uh super soldier hey hey look mm-hmm. that? see that's me right. that's yeah. uh, that's what they don't tell you that they don't tell you that the training and all the injections that they put into you are gonna fuck your brain to where you don't even have those thoughts anymore like, the, the first thing flex, they do is chemically castrate you yeah, <laughs> we do not need this monster reproducing yeah they're like you know what the last thing we want is for this guy to be thinking with his dick when his entire body's a weapon <laughs> this spartan sperm will burn through doors mm-hmm. <laughs> just like a orangutan hands dog <laughs> dude did you guys see that story about the the monkeys in uh where was it is it in india no that, 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 that broke in and got that the coronavirus that samples? stole coronavirus samples oh, and then just ran back off into the <laughs> what the fuck is happening <laughs> what, the fuck? what is and happening then, guys then, but one of them paused at the jungle's edge and turned back and said i'll see you in 25 years and then he vanished <laughs> and he exploded into birds <laughs> damn the circle is complete. Like, why do you speak like that? Why do yes. you speak at all? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I. I don't. I. Uh, and then I saw this thing uh, about a, a cave in Australia that was mm-hmm. recently opened up after being closed for like thirty plus million years, and uh-huh. inside of it, they found like a handful of living creatures. Yeah. 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 Like what? What living yeah. creatures? I don't know. 
like fucking xenomorphs. Like you can't you can't just start with that. You said they opened up a cave that's been yep. closed for thirty million years, and they yep. found living creatures. I yep. don't have any additional information, but don't worry about it, dude. In August, those living creatures will have finished ravaging the continent of Australia and will make Sick. their way across the ocean. Nice. That's the first awesome. place they'll stop is Los Angeles. No, but compared to the goobers. But that's the thing. Why wow. I'm not I'm not interested about I'm not interested in the creatures. I'm interested in the anthropological potential of this cave. You know what I'm talking about. We're going to find the previous inhabitants of Earth who left in flying saucers and have been returning only recently. This is not a coincidence. We're going to figure it all out. Uh, you know, um, yeah, that's what I'm interested in. Cliff knows what I'm talking about. Well, I'm just I'm just wondering if they'll find dinosaurs down there. Yeah, land of the lost. Land of the lost. My point is, time type scenario. <laughs> there's infinite science fiction potential exactly, in this cave. That's exactly how I imagined seven-year-old Cliff to sound, just exactly <laughs> as he sounded just now. <laughs> I didn't want to know if there's dinosaurs down there. <laughs> like same that. same deep voice, by the way. Hit puberty yeah, at five. Voice. Uh, oh, He's that's right. Like this since seven. Is it? So is there really more science fiction potential in that cave than there is in the rest of the world right now? Because really the, what has been happening in world history over the past three months is about as crazy as it could possibly be getting. Mm -hmm. And yet every week it one, one ups itself. Well, I mean, we did just Lanka launch a rocket ship to the space station what was a long cylindrical tube that then landed vertically so we're clearly have officially arrived in the future everyone's wearing weird space plague bandit masks um what else do we got going on we have the cave we're inside we've already basically deduced uh likely that it will be filled with ufo aliens riding dinosaurs yep <laughs> those are going to start emerging from the center of the earth like morlocks um yeah so i think we're here we've actually arrived at whatever hg wells and uh black mirror and fucking uh 50s science fiction films whatever they were predicting officially we got there today or yesterday mm. mark your or calendars everybody. last year i don't know i've lost time that's yeah. real that's realistically why i'm 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 taking like a two-week break from doing crossfit and working out <laughs> hard i i gotta be prepared in case the shit hits the fan i can't be fucking suffering from doms and trying to run from <laughs> a velociraptor i gotta mm. be peak i'm peaking this is a this is what would they call this this is a taper into the apocalypse and mm -hmm. i'm ready no that sounds like a great fucking band uh, uh album name taper into the apocalypse <laughs> that's so legit that's a and great the, metal album the entire record is just one long fade out <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just a really fucking sick tasty riff that just slowly fades out for 90 minutes it just crunches <laughs> and grinds its way into silence over yes, the but course the last the last 30 minutes it's inaudible to human ears only dogs can enjoy it so dog that music is specifically composed for dog enjoyment uh and then the last ch chapter just for bats meant to be played just in caves for bats. yes meant to God, be played in that fitting. one cave it comes full circle mm -hmm. uh you guys been you guys been keeping up with rick and morty yes there's like four They're new right. episodes yeah three, watched them all yeah, I've only watched the great. first two. I've what what episodes two. were they? There was like the train. There was the narrative train one. Yeah, there was uh, the one where Morty gets the button. Did anyone go to the website for the train? Anyone he, try that? 
I did. It redirects. It just redirected the Rick and Morty. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Adult Swim site, but it was still gotcha, cool. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. I, I tried. So what, I tried. What were the other ones that came I wish out? There was some they, the one I just watched was the uh, the face sucker one where they forgot Summer. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, that was good. Like that had one of the, the best payoff jokes and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> had one of the had one of the best payoff jokes with uh, with uh, Summer retelling what Rick and Morty did during their time back then, and you and you forget that Summer's the person telling the story, mm-hmm. and Morty's like, "Hey, how'd you know about that last part there? We were the only two there." She's like, "Ah, oh, everybody knew about Doug and whatever his fucking name was, Doug." <laughs> and, Steve. and you're like, "Summer created the gay sequence in her head." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i feel mm. like it's been it's been it's been good it's been good rick and morty you know yep. like uh some some above average moments i don't know if it had any exceptional episodes i felt like the entire sequence uh the entire did you see the one chase that how he has he has the button he has the save button from video games nah. all right well that has that has one of like the one that of like the really most perfect one. rick and morty sequences in it uh, mm-hmm. that you could you could ever imagine um and it mm-hmm. pays off really really well but other than that like it, it they've been they've been good the meta-ness of that narrative train episode was you know cool to witness like you know that I, I can imagine that must have been difficult to put together because <laughs> there were so many different layers to that but i felt like it it, it was just like average to slightly above average episodes of rick and morty Mm, which I've really enjoyed them so far, but yeah, I, I can't even recall bringing them all into recollection at the moment. But we have really enjoyed uh, the other Justin Roiland series that has just started <clears throat> on Hulu, uh, Solar Opposites. We watched all eight episodes of that, which is just basically like uh, kind of uh, it, like the American Dad to uh, to Rick and Morty's Family Guy. I never watched either of those shows, but it's basically done in the same style, uh, even the same style of credits uh, with Justin Roiland voicing uh, one of the main aliens on the show and very fucking funny and very vulgar and very delightful and different very quite different than rick and morty but also the same so check that out solar opposites i'm enjoying mm-hmm. it have you guys watched uh space force has anybody has anybody tried to watch space force no uh, no yeah i've not I, seen or heard anything good about it i have not seen or heard anything good about it either and the trailers were not funny so I, I haven't I, seen a trailer for it yet. Not funny. I'm very, I'm very hesitant to even commit to like one episode when the trailer was was that not funny. Damn. Yes. And yeah. you're an Office lover boy. I love The Office. We we watch we've watched the entire series maybe six or seven times, and we're we're constantly running through it. Yes. But speaking of binging shows, HBO has now become HBO Max. So you can watch all of the friends and stuff on it and whatnot and a bunch of other shit. So, so what? So what I we, did, I was gonna say what I just found out about a Max that Studio Ghibli is on there. Do you guys fuck with Studio oh, Ghibli? Yeah. Never yeah. seen I any never, of it. No. Oh, I've never like seen it. any either. I've never yeah. seen any of it either. Just watched Spirited Away uh, yeah. yesterday, yeah. and that and, shit uh, is mind blowing. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> Dude, they show that the children. Uh, yeah, yeah, check out uh, check out Howl's Moving Castle is rad. Uh, Princess Mononoke is a fucking trip of a movie, and That's I haven't the seen a lot of... that has the uh, that has the wolf on the cover, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Princess Mononoke. Yeah, yeah. Mononoke. Yeah, There's like an next. extra syllable in there somewhere, but they um, but uh, they uh, 
that I haven't seen a lot of his early stuff too. So like I know that uh, what is it? Kiki's Delivery Service and shit is supposed to be rad. But I which seen. one do I? Which one do I? Uh, which one do I get? Katie to watch first because I was explaining to her that oh it's Studio Ghibli that's what these cartoons are on HBO mm-hmm. Max like they they're really really popular and they haven't been available mm-hmm. to stream elsewhere and they're you know supposed to be super good and she was like mm-hmm. I'm not watching any of that anime cartoon <laughs> shit with you like all right well what you can tell her is that a lot of those films because they were so popular got big American theatrical releases and which means that there are dubbed versions of those films that have uh, like famous people famous actors like doing the voices i don't know if that's like sacrilege for people who like to watch that shit with subtitles but i don't care uh, but i think there's like versions of like how's the moving castle that have like fucking billy crystal and shit doing voices and stuff or something i remember i'm just trying to remember something from 20 years ago so i might have that wrong but i would check it out maybe find one of those versions of it so yeah you're, you're right the hbo max has has both versions you can watch the japanese one or the or the english one mm-hmm. um, right. i i would start I guess since I started with Spirited Away, I would start with Spirited Away. Yeah, Spirited Away is a good one to start with. It starts it's normal, and then she gets Spirited Away into something all weird and shit. <laughs> she gets weird and shit. It's yeah. captivating from from the start to the fucking end. You're gonna be like, and if yep. Katie's not, then you know whatever. If yeah. she could deal with Tool for two hours, she can deal <laughs> with Spirited Away. Yep. Yeah, we uh, we recently watched A Star Is Born. It was like my first time seeing A Star Is Born. Mm-hmm. The old uh, one? Wait, wait, yeah, which one? The the, the new one, the oh, one with Bradley oh, Cooper okay, and gotcha, Lady right, Gaga. Right. Uh, and it was, I really enjoyed it, uh, mm-hmm. including including the parts that I sobbed through. So mm-hmm. you know, it was it was it was an experience <laughs> for me. It was like an emotional so, experience for me. So it was Arm, Arm and you're trying to tell me that you're a bitch. Is that what you're trying to tell yeah, me? Yeah, if that's what that to... means, if having a heart means that I'm a bitch, then yeah, yeah sign yeah, me up. It. I'm you a big yeah, you bitch. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. Big old bitch. I can get some <laughs> band aids for your nipple, you big bitch. <laughs> uh, I need lots of band aids for these nipples. In fact, mm-hmm. the amount that I cried. <clears throat> was so surprising. <laughs> I think this is just quarantine yeah. stress coming out. Ar- Ar- Armin, this is, this is sounds more embarrassing. I just got to warn. This sounds more embarrassing than you telling us the story of how you bashed your dick with a. Bow- I am. I am not. I'm not embarrassed about this. I'm not embarrassed about this at all. I was. I, the amount that I cried made me think that there's definitely something wrong with me. So there's that. And then the second thought but that this I quarantine's had, taking a bigger toll than you realized. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, and then the, the second thought that I had actually came the next day as I was mowing the lawn and I was listening to, uh, I was listening to Pusha T who is a very vulgar, badass rapper. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, did Pusha T watch a star is born? And if so, did he tear up or cry in any way? And I was like, okay. Not a chance, my G. <laughs> Not a chance. Yuck. <laughs> Pusha T doesn't cry, dog. I feel like I need to Cocaine know. Cocaine comes I, out of his eyes. I feel like I, really, <laughs> I feel like I need to know. Like, do these? Does like Jocko Willink watch like a movie like that and and tear up at any point? Jo- Jocko Willink definitely cries at Bradley Cooper movies, but it would be the sniper one. He would see that movie and like a single tear would trace just like a, a line carved by like stress and age in his face, you know, and, uh, and then a that would labyrinth, be a labyrinth that tear has to cover to get down. Yeah. The sound of the tear being squeezed through his like incredibly tiny tear duct is mm-hmm. actually the same sound of an American Eagle screaming. 
So yes. it would just be like, mm. as a fucking tear rolls down his that wasn't good that wasn't good all right that's cool we're playing yeah, we're, we're, we're workshopping it we're, we're workshopping, workshopping it. shit it's fine but listen it's fine dude sometimes i don't feel like getting after it sometimes i feel like crying and just sitting down and thinking about stuff and then eagles come out of my eyes <laughs> sometimes i just want to get under a blanket <laughs> don't it. get after it get after it uh, getting to after it <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit well oh, guys man. uh i i'm i'm not gonna take up any more of your sundays this has been really nice to catch back this has up been right and maybe we could do this again sometime yeah maybe even in person maybe even in person goddamn, i mean cliff and i are basically in person right now mm-hmm. you know well yeah you're uh, you're like eight and a half feet away from him so true should i go <laughs> finish the pod we stay in the same place we just stay uh six feet distant the whole time <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sure. Is there, was there a moment, Kyle, where you know you drove back, you got back, and you were like, what the fuck did you do to my place, Cliff? It is remarkable <laughs> how little he has changed or done. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so it's the kind of thing where I, there have been legitimate moments when I was tired and sleep-deprived and various things were fucking with my consciousness where it was just like, we were sitting on the couch and I was just like about to tell Cliff to go home so I could go to bed. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, wait a minute. I don't live here anymore. But it's very like, like just there's records and shit that are on the windows that are just right where I left them. So yeah. You're so like, it, man, not if, a lot I, has changed. if I didn't know you this well, Cliff, I would be very, very creeped out. Can you imagine coming back to the way, and like having someone else had moved in, but they hadn't changed anything just everything was was i didn't want to change anything kyle exactly. yes but 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 that's in my case that's due to laziness and due to the fact that i don't have wall decorations to replace his wall decorations so his wall decorations can just stay well, up there. have to do yeah. Yeah. exactly by the way armin what, speaking of the living room couch that i am sleeping on periodically or crashing on periodically when i'm not uh, hanging out with uh the gf uh, is uh, is your old couch. And I remember when I picked that couch up from you, I said, eh, it's probably a circumstance in the near future where I might need to crash on this couch quite a bit. And here we are, Armin, we arrived. Thankfully, that couch was not given away and is now a very, that that big comfy couch is is, is a fine bed for me in this time. That couch is time. A, an amazing sleeping couch. It yes. is an yeah. I've slept on that couch. It's a yeah. couch. Yeah, so. it's a... It's, uh, that couch has has seen some use, and yes. all of it has been well earned and well deserved. Yes, yes, word. Damn. Gentlemen, let's go ahead and uh, get our social medias out there. All right, I am at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most central Instagram account on the internet. I'm at Cliff Bogart on a fat but getting thinner Instagram account on the internet. <laughs> I'm at I'm at Chase Five Hundred Four on Instagram. And you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching and or listening. And hopefully, we'll catch you guys next week with a brand new episode of Scales Needed, recorded in person. <laughs> we will see. But of course, we're all folks. doing full hazmat suits. Yes. And go through a full decompression quarantine uh when we get back just like the movie uh, alien just like flow sports uh mm-hmm. scale is needed incorporated also we'll be checking your fevers before we record rectally yes yeah that's the only way to it. get an accurate measurement honestly <laughs> yes take care right, dudes oh. later later